This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi, friends. It's Annie Grace, author of This Naked Mind, and I am answering questions. Today's question is from Charlotte. And Charlotte asks, she says, Hi, Annie. I read your book after a recent injury caused by drinking and I stopped for a while but now I am back in the alcohol trap. The problem is that I have such a tolerance that unless I don't eat and I drink copious amounts, alcohol doesn't even work for me anymore. So I truly feel trapped and it's a desperate feeling. Um, When I started drinking about five years ago, it really helped me deal with the social phobia or so I felt. But I would really appreciate it if you could do a blog post of having the self-love to do what you know in your heart of hearts is hurting you so much and to overcome this. How to let go of self-sabotage. I'm drinking to sabotage myself because I just don't feel like I deserve to be happy and healthy. And even though I tell myself positive affirmations, it just isn't working. Thank you. So first of all, Charlotte, um, I would say that asking this question, how can I learn to care for myself, to love myself, that is the most important part. Your recognition, your acknowledgement that something is amiss in your life and that you're treating yourself both physically and mentally not as you would want to be, that's literally the biggest piece. I mean, if every journey begins with a thousand steps, then this is the first and most important and most powerful step. And I believe that this step of simply asking carries a ton of momentum. And with that being said, I will tell you that you know, my personal journey and lots of folks who I've talked to and readers and people who I've coached and everything else, it's not a linear journey. We like things clear cut. We like cause and effect. We do this and that happens. But the journey into knowing yourself and discovering yourself and finding yourself worthy, it's not clean. It's not linear. It's looping and winding and never ending and terrifying. And sometimes you aren't even sure if you're making any progress, but I mean, trust me, I'm here to tell you that you are and that all of it is part of this journey. This this self-reflection about not drinking, the desire for more in your life, the knowing in your heart that something isn't as it should be, all of these are very clear indicators that you are making progress and that you are on the path and that you are exactly where you need to be. So aside from being willing to start the journey, which you've already done, here are my two most important pieces of tangible, actionable advice for self-care and self-love. And I've read so much on this and done so much research. And um, I'm I'm generally not of the, like, I don't know, the meditation. Like, I, I enjoy meditation. I like to call it mind exercise because it helps me get around it. I grew up in a very... Um, a very hippie household, you know, on the back of a mountain with a lot of incense and patchouli. So my upbringing has sort of had me go the other way to some extent. That being said, I think some of these things are so fundamental. So these are the two things that I think are most important for me and my journey, and hopefully they help you, but by no means are they sort of definitive. But the first one is that you need to know you did not create yourself. And just think about that for a minute. You did not create yourself. You did not create yourself. You are here. You are breathing. You are not breathing by choice. You are breathing. You did not create the fact that you are breathing or that your heart is beating or that your hair is whatever color it is. You did not create yourself. And because of that, 
You have no right to treat yourself badly. No right. And that's just the most important thing. You need to know that because I, I've, I've talked about this before, but it's something. And um, so the exercise is this. What I want you to do is to get a tiny notebook. So here's my tiny notebook. I think it's awesome because it's the Loch Ness Monster and it says the most important thing is that I believe in myself, which I find hilarious. But anyway, just get a tiny notebook. It doesn't have to be hilarious. And when you feel upset, when you feel emotional, when you feel down, when you feel anxious, replay what you just said to yourself in your mind and write it down. In words, write it down, whatever you said to yourself. Write it down and then read it and say, would I say this to a friend or to my mother or even to a stranger? Would I ever say this to another human being? And if you wouldn't, you have to cut that shit out. You have to stop talking to yourself like that. You owe it to the universe to be nice to yourself because you did not create yourself. And this is hugely eye-opening. Um, becoming aware of how we talk to ourselves is just vital. And changing the way we talk to ourselves, not just a mantra, not just a few times a day, but in our constant internal dialogue, the results of doing that, the results of coming to a place where you are talking to yourself as if you would be talking to your own child. Sorry, I got a phone call. The results of talking to yourself in that way are life-changing, completely life-changing. So, so that's really important. So becoming aware of how you speak to yourself is the first thing, and I recommend the notebook exercise. The second thing is changing how you speak to yourself. And you can change how you speak to yourself. And I know that these things, they feel deeply ingrained. You know, we beat ourselves up for years and years and years. And the truth is we have a habit. We have a habit of talking to ourselves badly. And, um, you know, it's not necessarily going to feel natural to change that habit at first. But like any other habit, it's not that you can get rid of habits because they're actual neural connections in your brain. Something has gone in your brain and your brain goes on this loop. And by definition, habits mean that you don't think about it. You think less because it's a habit. So you have to awaken yourself to how you're talking about yourself. And then you have to determine to change. And you need to replace how you're talking to yourself now with a new way of talking to yourself. And it will take effort, but it will take effort that is completely and totally worth it. And the most important thing here is I thought, I was convinced that in order to show gratitude, you know, what I'm gonna recommend is that you start using gratitude to replace that negative self-talk and start just being grateful for anything and everything. I mean, to the dumbest things, to the biggest things, just in that moment, you're, you're writing in your journal, you've realized you've said something really nasty to yourself, and you look down and you say, oh, there's a book, I'm, I'm thankful that I can read. Oh, there's the sky, I'm thankful of how the white cloud looks against the blue sky. Oh, there's sun, I'm thankful for the sun. Snow, I'm thankful for the snow. You know, whatever it is, the smallest, most minute things, and the important thing, is to just get yourself intentionally thinking about being thankful. It does not matter if you don't feel it. In fact, you probably won't feel it. In fact, you'll probably feel kind of cheesy and you'll feel like, what the heck, I don't feel this. What I feel is mad at myself. That's why I was giving myself this ration about my own behavior. You have to stop that and you have to say, okay, I'm gonna say this even though I don't feel it because that's what changes things. That's suggesting to your unconscious, suggesting to your subconscious that a, there's a different pattern, that there's a different way of talking to yourself and that you can start to do things around gratitude and finding the good things. Now there's this really interesting study 
and they took two groups of people, right? And they had this group, they just literally one question every day at dinner time. They had to go back over the last 24 hours and they had to think of three to five things that they were grateful for. So they had to scan the last 24 hours every day at dinner time, either do it in their head or with you know the group at the table. And my family and I, we try to do this every time we remember now. And what that does is you are teaching your brain Gratitude teaches your brain how to look for the positive. And then all of the sudden, you start looking for the positive and seeing the positive in anything. And so this group of people, one question a day, they had to look back over 24 hours, they had to say what they're grateful for, their overall satisfaction in life, their depression, you know, lifted, everything improved, their overall happiness scores improved. And this is in a book called um, The Happiness Advantage, if you wanna read about the study. And equally, they did another study where they took people who were always looking for mistakes. So they took tax accountants, who tax accountants' job is to look through forms and auditors and they look for the mistakes. And when someone was repeatedly looking for the mistakes, their brain got trained to look for mistakes in everything they did. And then all of a sudden, these people who were just looking for mistakes in these tax forms started looking for mistakes in all other areas of their life subconsciously. So suddenly they were looking for the errors in their marriage or with their relationships, or when they looked into the mirror, they were looking for the errors in their appearance. And these people, after doing this, they found that they had huge levels of dissatisfaction with life. So you can actually change your overall level of happiness your happiness is not fixed. There's something called neuroplasticity. It means your brain can change. And one of the key most important ways to do this is to train your brain to look for the good, to look for the positive, to look for the gratitude. And so do it very consciously. Do it when you don't feel it, because I guarantee you won't. And just trust that you are making changes inside your brain. So first step, recognize it's happening. Do that with your trusty little notebook. Write down how you're talking to yourself and have a big aha moment about, wow, I can't be talking to myself like that. I didn't create myself. And second step is replace that talk with gratitude. And it can be the dumbest stuff. Just be grateful. Do it. Just JFDI. Just do it. Just say, okay, in this moment, I am grateful that Facebook has live video and I can talk to all sorts of folks out of the around the world. I'm grateful, you know, whatever it is, just start to be grateful. So anyway, Charlotte, I hope that helped. And um, those are the things that I do and that have really changed kind of my perception and um, my self-sabotage. So anyway, please, again, Annie Grace, author of This Naked Mind, and go ahead and ask me any question you want. I'm very happy to answer. Have a great day. This has been Annie Grace with This Naked Mind Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can learn more at thisnakedmind.com. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps us spread the word.